Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, morning to you. Lovely morning. I'm trying to get in here. Leahy is the name. Is it all right to come in? Oh, it is. I have the machine on, so I'm, I'm recording. <laughs> I'm recording my entrance. I'd say I must be one of the very few people who come in here voluntarily. You just up there and just put you in there. Thank you very much indeed. And then look after it. Hello, uh, will you tell the chief there, Paddy Kennedy says to drop him up to the chief's office there. Thank you. Roger. You can drop him up to as far as the chief's office there, Tom. Hello, sir. Mr. Lee here. Lee, Lee. how do you do? Hello. Yeah. Thank you very much indeed. Now, sorry, you're going to spend the day with us. Well, I'd be delighted to, I hope. If you were reading yesterday's no, paper, I'm sure you'd be delighted to be here. The judge said that they're better fed in prison than he is. <laughs> oh, we'll come into the kitchen. If you want to have a chat with your Connie about the uh, meals and uh, the feeding in general. No, we had no idea any area such that just kind of you know, collect their meals and uh, take it back to their cells again. And uh, do they have to collect everything like milk and uh, give yeah, marmalade here? Yeah, they, they come right along and they collect the tray and they collect their uh, glass of milk, cornflakes, toast and uh, some butter and uh, marmalade and take it back in then. So all the meals go from here straight back to the... Uh, straight back up to the cells again. I'll, I'll make my way along if, if it's all right to work yeah. to see how they're actually enjoying your breakfast. Okay. There's only three in this room. Only three in this room, and here we have uh, five squeezed in. Oh, two guests. <laughs> Listen, I join you for the all, cup of tea if you don't mind. They all want to get in on the act with you now. Do you want to come in here as well, Chief, for your cup of tea? Have you had it already? No, I go away and get my own, and I leave you with them. And uh, Isn't that fair enough? Thank you very much. And we'll see you later and that, on. And that's where then you can talk away to them, fellas. And they needn't have any inhibitions because I will not be here to listen. Would you like to come tea and some toast? Say that again, sir. Tea and some toast, your tea. Oh, I am only delighted. I, I've actually already sampled a cup of tea. I, I'd never be able to eat uh, eight slices of toast. And uh, What about an old Russia? Ah, no, you're too decent. You're too good. You're too good. Let's tea, toast and marmalade. Let's tea be ready in a couple of minutes. Many thanks to you. No problem. Now have a smoke now. Oh, I thought you were going to go and get the tea. Oh, it's on the boil, it's on the boil. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's nearly ten past nine. Yeah, no problem. Sure. We're going to be all kicked out after a few minutes, aren't we? So where are we going? We're going to in years here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I thought we were going to do some work. Oh, yeah, surely, surely. <laughs> so thanks very much for the hospitality in yourself. Quite all right. Uh, we have more people in it than are usually fitted in. Yes, we do, actually. we got a few extra people here. G give us an idea of the routine from, from the time you get up in the morning. Get up in the morning, are Yeah. Open the door. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to wash myself. Right? Come back, get your breakfast, now. come back in, and you're locked in. It's ten past nine. You go out now, at this time. We'll send off to walk. Any yeah. minute at all. Yeah. Down to walk. Down to walk till lunchtime. Till twelve. And then bike. 
the same thing again. Get your dinner, you're locked in till two o'clock. And then to walk till four, the same thing again. Till say half five, isn't it? You're out down to lay in the yard. That's your right. And then you're in for the night. But do you like being in a kind of a cell with two others? I'm sure you'd like to. I won't say on smart, like. It's true choice. Not you know, you're not put into a cell, Trevor. So you can have a single cell if you want. Or you can have a double cell and you, it's guys you get on with. And you decide to move in. You know, th this isn't forced on you. Oh, so you've oh, chosen you, to you be? Oh, yes, every one of us, even a double cell, you know, you're never pushed into these places. You can have a single cell if you want to. But the three of us, we happen to get on together. So do you, do you live in accommodation suits us this way? And we can shorten at the time? Sorry, it does, yeah. It, it breaks the monotony for you, you know, because it otherwise you're locked up at night time for 12 hours. Where now, with a junior, well, you're awake, you're a good four hours, you've somebody to speak to, you know, so it does, it breaks the monotony and helps your time going quicker. I'm doubled up at the moment. There's about eight, ten cells, double cells, and about four treble cells. And the lads that's in there seem to like it, like, you know. Be able to talk to somebody at night time with them. You learn to live with all the other prisoners in here, you know. There's some of them now don't like myself, but what can you do? You have to live with them. I'm only down three here myself. So I don't mind you know, once they keep away from me I'll keep away from them. But I wouldn't double up on anybody. You prefer to be on your own? Yeah, you need privacy in yourself. There you are. Not at all. Well, I suppose everybody's their own thing, like you know. Yeah, I myself I'd rather be doubled up. It's better, you know, because there's no cabin, you know, you're cabin fever with a guy, you know, you start fighting and you know, dust is getting rubbed and you may be able to sell open the two and, you know, yeah. There's no rubbish here. <laughs> no, not like I that. Know, know. If the back of one doesn't go missing, not like that at all, like, you know. But things get used on you, you know, like, what do you mean? You know, your things are moved around in your cell, you don't know where things are, say, I'm out, gone out and he's in the cell. The cell is only 12, but yeah, you can't go very far. Yeah, but we're double what I'm saying. It's only about another four feet bigger. Would you get up? Where can they put them? There's only one locker in the cell. There's a locker in the cell for your thing, a table, your knife, fork, spoon, cup, and that, like, you know. You can get things out of the library, table recorder out of the library if you want, the books, pictures. You can get you know? things in here, you can. It's, it's more relaxed than any other prison, I think. Go on. Any short term prisoners are, are generally cleaners. Yeah. Trustees. Trustee cleaners in, in outside the prison. He's walking outside the prison. Like walking in the. the, the the garden and things like that there. Working in the officer's mess and different things. But like we're all out in the air together and there's no uh, discrimination on like, You know, some get the stick out right, a few slaggings here and there. Yeah. Like you know, the boatman or <laughs> what's your man's name you call him? The yeah. anteater or something like you know, anything like that, oh, like you yeah. know. A big board. Or smoggy to the fella that's in the yeah. same charge as me. Suck the chips. Suck the chips they call him, because there's only one <laughs> one tooth in his head, like you know. And they all take it, like, you know, a laughing joke out there, even Mary when we're playing football. He's called Mary, like, you know. Well, would, you find, would you find that the, um, the uh, staff are more conscious of the people who are in a long-term um, long sentences rather than the short-term sentences? I mean, are you very conscious no, of security? security uh, yeah, that's, that's the number one issue in any jail, obviously, is security. That takes priority before anything else. Is security. that the way it should be? Well, it's not for me to say whether that's the way it should be, but, but obviously everything is geared towards security, whereas if they were gearing towards more, they'd, they'd like to use the term rehabilitation, but it's a really, it's a non-word really when it comes to jail, because the whole basis of being in jail is security, is to, is to hold you in. No one ever thinks the time when someone gets out or to rehabilitate that person. I mean, there's no jobs outside, a man steps out of jail, he's been in for years, maybe six or seven years, he steps out the door. What's there for him? 
six or seven years of his life has gone by. He's got used to prison. He's happy with. What? Well, no, that's not, not true, Jimmy. Prison. Happy with prison. You may be happy with prison, Jimmy, because maybe you're institutionalised, but you can't apply that same dictum to everybody else. No, Far from it. Far from it. You're happy with. I'm not happy with it now. You've just said you're happy with it. Well, some people. But you've been in there with institutions since you were 14. You said. Twelve. Since you were 12. Twelve. You can know. There's nobody happy. Nobody likes being locked up. They s- feel safe in it. Some people. Oh, yeah. safe Some people. No, I didn't say me, PV. No. I think. I think you're standing around here. No, no, far from it. The point is, prison does have a profound effect on a person who's doing a period of time in jail. Of course, I'm only standing for a four year sentence. And it's taking bumps out me. The nerves are gone, everything, like, you know? Four year sentence. Oh, sorry, a five year sentence. You got 12 months consecutive. I got a 12 months consecutive sentence. Hold on, you know? what, what kind of a sentence are you doing? Four year sentence for robbery. Yeah, well, that'll be well, that'll be cut down, won't it? I'll, I'll get that'll it. be reduced. Oh yeah, I get twelve months remission or four year. So that means but three years. Yeah, but I was up in a district court three weeks ago, and he gave me a twelve months consecutive sentence. To do twelve months when I finish me four years. Mm. You know, and that's going through your head all the time. But you just have to do your time. Nobody else is going to do it for you, like you know. I think we've uh, we've completed our business, haven't we, gentlemen? Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious me. We're having trouble. We're having trouble. Having trouble. Uh, no. Can we? I think we'll finish our cup of tea. Is that all right? <laughs> Certainly. Did you not have your tea yet? Oh well, we were talking, oh, you see, yes. and uh, surprising how. Well, will you have your cup of tea now, and then when you're ready and have had your. Thank you very much. Tea. I'll stay put. Will I stay put here? Yes, you can. You can all Thank have it here, Mister. Smash it. Smash it, sir. Certainly occupying myself for the day. It's quite all right. You're quite welcome. At half past nine, work is already well underway in the workshops. One of these is called the fabric shop. We just make mailbags now, you know. He works on the machines and that. How long have you been working on this particular, in in this particular unit? Well, I'm only here about four months, you know, working in the fabric shop. I was in the leather shop for nearly 16 months. You can change round? I, 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 I only come up uh, for a month ago, you know, from Mount Joy. I, I have to come up, like, you know. Seems to be better here, you know, better facilities here, you know. But, uh, Did you choose to work in this section yourself? I don't, I'm always working on uh, sewing machines, you know. Are you able to keep up with the uh, the demand for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we have we're about two weeks, you know, in front all the time, you know, with the bags. You know, we send over 200 bags every week. So we have 400 there now, you know, for two weeks, you know. So you, your aim to, is to produce 200 bags per week? Yeah. yeah. Well, every Saturday we've been over 200 to the stores, and after that you just send them out, you know. Is, that fairly, is it fairly hard work to keep up with that sort of rate of productivity? It can't be long and downly, you know. It's, it's not hard work, you know. But sometimes it gets a bit bold and downly, you know. Mm-hmm. It's OK, you know, once you're kept going. Keep your mind occupied, you know, yourself. But what, what keeps you going at it? It's something to do, you know. Instead of just sitting around drinking tea. <laughs> I mean, it's not the pay, is it? I know, you only oh, got well, 60 pence wants, a day. Who wants, wants to work for 60 pence a day? Yeah. We don't, you know, and he doesn't. He doesn't, you know what I mean? So we'd rather be just doing that. You just get uh, bored of doing the same thing over and over. It'd be nice if you could, say work on uh, the machines for a week and then jump from another job, you know, like smashing brakes or cutting timber or something, you know, <laughs> if you ought to. But you don't, have, you don't have that choice at the moment? 
you have no choice at all. You just do what they tell you. And it you doesn't know. matter how much you do, you still get 60 pence. You still get 60 pence away. We, we thought, yeah, we thought um, that if you had a, a choice, you know, say if you do 200 bags or 250, you know, that they'd give you, say, 40 major or an ounce, you know, extra for doing the work, but you get nothing. Just abuse. <laughs> Each morning, the governor is available to meet prisoners at their request to discuss routine or personal business. But it's hardly the kind of meeting you'd expect to take place in an atmosphere of confidence. Thank you very much indeed. You are the man in this prison who is responsible for ensuring that none of the inmates escape. Surely not a popular job. No, no, not necessarily. I mean, after all, if you're a prison governor, you get to know your inmates over the period of time they're here. Some of them do certainly a long time. And uh, you have great trust and confidence in an awful lot of them, but they wouldn't, they're happy and they're settled and contented. We'll have a first-class um, facilities with school teachers. We have a welfare service. And the staff do all in their power to help them along. Uh, we have in, in here, we have the joinery shop. And that is any interested at all in the general we keep him at it. We have the braille unit, where a large number of inmates are employed. We have the leather and fabric, and we also have printing. Well, would it not be fair to say that part of the purpose of those workshops is to help the inmates pass their time and remain sane and give them something to do? Well, that is so. That is so. But it, at the same time, they do work here uh, in the summer time from a quarter past nine until lunchtime in the afternoon again at half past four and they get used to walking they get used to getting up and getting to work in the morning and finishing up in the afternoon or finishing up in the evening time at, at, um, at here in this place work finishes at half past four One of the areas of prison life that seems to cause a lot of contention and controversy is the, um, the uh, question of personal searching and strip searching does that raise difficulties or is it a practice here? Or? It's a practice here. We have to do a certain amount of searching naturally, but uh, we have no problem. It doesn't affect the prisoners? No. That we do have, that's general, that's routine. It's part of prison? It's part of prison routine every day. Ladies' handbags, school bags, book covers, belts, made-to-measure hand-finished items and many quality products are turned out in the leather shop but there are production and marketing snags and no deadlines. We come in in the morning, we get orders from prisoners. The orders can come from anywhere, actually, you know, from outside. And what we do is uh, get a piece of calf, you know, light calf, soak it, more, wait till it dries. Then we get a thing called an engraving tool, you know, and we cut it out, cut the design on it by hand. Right? And then what oh, we do, do... Where do you get those designs from? The flower, the flower patterns that I'm looking We get at them now. from books and anywhere, from postcards, birthday cards. You might get flowers, you might get a dog, cats, horses, you know. We get them from different things. We trace them out and trace them paper, right? And, how and then we they, trace how them they... onto the leather then, or the thing called the tooler, you know. Trace it out, then we cut the design into the leather, right? Then we tool it. And after this tool then, when it dries, we dye it. And all this is done at this table? It's done at this table, yeah. There's four of us walking here, you know. We, we start to start the, the job and finish it ourselves, you know. It doesn't go to another table, it's all done here, you know. We really need it somewhere outside there. Buy the stuff off us in here, you know. It'll give us more work to do in here. There's not that much work in here, really, to do unless we have 
big demand for leather work and that, you know. So that's, that seems to be the difficulty to, to uh, get a market for it. That's, that's the thing, yeah. See, we're not allowed to sell stuff outside, because if we do, they look for cats and VIP and all that kind of thing, you know. So what we really need is a place outside to buy the stuff off, you know. Because most lads in here do hobby work, leather in their cells. We love to do hobby work, we have our own tools and all that, you know. If it's just to get uh, the prisoners to sell the stuff, you know. Themselves to make a few bob, but that themselves before they get out, you know. When the time comes, we need a few bob when they get out here, you know. There's really no initiative in here for to keep you going. You know what I mean? It's going to do you no good when you get out of here, this kind of work. So it's. It's really passing the time. It's just so need to pass the time to get the, try and get your day in, you know. Down the south here, it's uh, different altogether from the north of Ireland prisons where I come from myself. I'm from Belfast and uh, up there you can learn a trade whenever you go into prison. No, have, you you applied, have you applied to learn a trade down here? There is no trades in here. There's no trades in the prisons down here. This is the only country I know that they still make meal bags in prison. So meal bags. In the north of Ireland it was done away with about, I'd say around about 69, 68, 69. Yet they've still got it down here. And this is why the prisoners doing here, I see it myself, they're so frustrated because there's no work for them. That's, they're just passing their time and this is what my opinion of it starts nearly all the trouble in prison because they've nothing to do with themselves. If they were learning a trade to go out of here, they'd have something to look forward to, something to fight for for the length of time they're in. But what do they get? Learn how to make a bag and the same thing every day, day in, day in, five and a half days a week. Notice they're not helping the prisoners but just giving them this bit of work to do. If, if they were getting bricklaying or plastering or a mechanic or something, where all these trades you can't learn them in the North of Ireland prisons. But down here, there's, there's nothing for you. You go out of here and you've been laying about say in the prison for four years or four and a half, whatever you do. In my case, five and a half years. You're just pure lazy. You don't want to work whenever you go out because you've been used for five and a half years of sitting about doing nothing. Yet, if you were learning the trade, you didn't go out. You've been working at it all day for five years. You didn't go out. You're able to go straight back into work. And down here too, you can't even see them trying to help fellas getting jobs at all. There was no initiative to say, right, we'll try and get you a job out, say, and try and get you early release of this here, and try and help the prison. There's nothing like that at all down here. It's a different setup in the south of Ireland than it is in the north of Ireland altogether. So it is. choose to work for half the day and attend school for the other half. 
Although school attendances are down during the summer, a few beginners turned up for art and music classes. Yes, I am new to it, yeah. Well, how are you giving it a lot of time? Well, there's plenty of time to give to it in here. Not much else to do. Um, it's a diversion. I'm just a beginner, you know. I can see that. Yeah, so I'm just learning how to play some chords. Have you written those out yourself? Yeah, that's right. From a... From uh, a book, a uh, test book. That's right, yeah. So you're brand new to it? Yeah, that's right, I yeah. am. <laughs> well, how, how's, it, um, how's it coming along? Well, not too bad. Yeah, it's coming on very well. You're not going to give us the, um, the A's and the C's, D's, F's, G's, G-sharps, A and E minor? Any yeah, simple yeah. little three-chord one, have you? Yeah, that's, I think I can give you only A minor at the moment. Excellent. Oh, yeah, give us right. a bit A minor. <laughs> <laughs> give us a good, strong A minor. Only A minor anyway, let's see. Uh, I think that's all. <laughs> Do you think you'll stay with it? Yeah, I can, yeah. Well, <laughs> This is the art section here. How many have you attending the class, please? I have on a, on a rough about 55 to 60. And out of that uh, 60 or 55, I have roughly about 10 guys who are really good, who are really good, you know, that have great potential. And what use is it to the other 50 coming to your class? Well, they can learn about art. There's a lot of things you can learn about art, an appreciation of art, an awareness of art. And, that, and there's a lot of pleasure in that, isn't there? I mean, so I do encourage everybody to paint. I, I thought you were just discouraging me from painting. No, that. no, no. No, um, um, no, I do encourage everybody to paint because colours are colours and it's nice and... Um, uh, what would I say? It's escapism. It's a rest from the big house over there, you know, and um, helps break up the tension in the place. Have you found, have you found the painting uh, help, a bit of an escape, or are you one of the 10% who are going uh, to go on and make a living out of it? Let's put it this way, I won't make a living out of it, but it's helped me uh, pass my time inside in the Nick. And uh, what were... It also gave me an awareness of the kind of art forms that I didn't have outside. It's a kind of a hobby for you? Yeah. Along with woodwork and stuff like that. It's given me an extra hobby kind of thing, you know? Um, When I came here first, if I had said, um, would you like to see slides from the National Gallery? They would have told me to get stopped, you know? But, no, they don't. They they are very interested in it. We have many programmes on the videos that we show them. We also do the leaving you know, don't forget that. We do the leaving in art and the group's art. We've had great results, really, from that. Many prisoners, however, remain unimpressed with the educational up preferring, like the cobbler, to stick with the tools of his trade. 
You see, these are for the cells. Two of them goes into every cell for to put up old pictures and so forth direct inside in the cells. Do you understand? This here now is the uh, joinery shop, is it? Yes, it's the joinery shop. How long shop, have yeah. you been uh, working in it? I'm here, I suppose, since the end of February now. You're not a captain by trade or anything? Oh, you know, no, I'm not. Well, do you no. think you'll be by the time you're finished? Well, I expect to be fairly handy anyway. Well, yes, it's good opportunity. Are you serious yeah. now? Oh, I'm serious, of course. There's great opportunities here. Like, there's a few cells to learn. Like. Have you ever done, uh, have you ever done oh, well, any, any handy, of this type right. of stuff before? Well, I was handy, but I used to deal mostly with machinery, like, not with timber, like, but it was fairly handy, all right, to understand. Tell me, apart from the notice board, what other jobs have you done since you came in? Uh, like, uh, we make lockers and things here, and uh, what else do we do? And there's a good few various jobs that can be done here, like, you can um, make your own hobbies, then, Saturday, like, you know, you can work away for yourself Saturdays, then, like, you get it cut and make whatever you want to make, and get and it would you say that when you, you, you'd say that what you'd learn in here would be of use to you? Oh, God, it would, yes. Oh, jeez, it would. Like, these industrial shops are great shops, like, you know, they're great shops, because, like, uh, if you have something to do... If you're a lazy type of person, it's all right, but if you're a person with a lot of go, you know, like, that you would prefer to be a worker, you would mm-hmm. crack up on site. You would go mad if you had something to do. Like, this this is this is definitely a great place, like, you know. Mm-hmm. There's great opportunities here, but as I say, it is a lot of it is up to yourself. Can you go to, uh, if you want to take a morning off, can you go off to school? Oh, you can, yeah. Have yeah. you tried that at all? Well, I went to school a few times, all right, but uh, the way it was like... Uh, the shop interests me so much that I hate leaving it. I'm here. I'm holding you up. Who's uh, working here? Can I ask? Can yeah, I ask you your yeah. views about it? Yeah. Do you find do you find that uh, do you find you learn a lot about carpentry and that here? Well, I've only been down here two weeks. So you're only you I've couldn't really say. I've never done it before in my life. Well, how are you getting on? Oh, fine. Just everything's passing by. Time flies by down here. Prison compared to other places I've been to, it's it's a one. You've been to all the prisons around the place, have you? Well, I was at Cork and I was at Mount Joy there for a while, for um, a week. I was at Cork for seven months. And now I'm here, you've settled into it right off. You know, they, they give you a chance here, they treat you fairly. And you get you get a fair amount of instruction, do you? Uh, they really do treat you here. They go out of their way to help you in anything they can, compared to other places where you just, they don't want to know. You know that way? You just don't want to know. So this little section here seems to be shut off from the main joinery shop. It seems to be next door. And at the moment, what are you doing in it? Sitting having a cigarette. Well, when you're not having the cigarette, and when you're working. Doing those lockers. Obviously, from the way they're made, they require a fair amount of skill to put them together. Well, to be honest with you, since I came down here, I was never even shown how to make one. I've never made a complete locker and I've been here five months. And I wouldn't necessarily say there's very much skill that goes into that. If you were given the time, if you were given the, to- the, the tools, you could put, uh, put one together. If the stuff was there when you needed it, you could put one together. Instead of a last minute rush to have them all out at a certain time, which is completely disorganised. Do you feel it's going to be of any use to you when you leave? I mean, are you learning any skills at all? Or is it just passing the time? So what skill could you learn out putting these together? All there is is hanging dogs and putting chip all together. No. It's not your idea of... of uh, My father's been a cabinet maker, carpenter all his life. You know what I mean? So you're not learning much? No, I'm not learning nothing.
what's on today's menu? Uh, there's uh, it's a, it's a thing, is it? Yeah. It's a mixed veg, carrots and peas, the roast potatoes, the cream potatoes, and gravy, and the roast stuffed chicken, and the custard and ice cream. I got custard and ice cream flowing over out of the plates. I gather that the uh, for the chickens, you generally like to get a two and a half pound chicken. That's right, yeah. So, like, so you get a good four portions out of that kind of. We very kind of we kind of uh, deep fat fried maybe tomorrow. Or, uh, next Wednesday. And each man returns to his cell with his tray, his thoughts, and perhaps his books. I read a book until till nights. About 200 pages. Yeah. I like so reading, yeah. That you're looking for, what are you looking for at the moment? A bill called Century. Do you use the library a lot? I do, yes. yes. Pretty good selection, yeah, yeah. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty good selection, yeah. Uh, mostly paperbacks, is it? Oh, paperbacks, yeah. Mostly. That's what I read, yeah. And they're do you get all the books you want? Oh, that was great selection, yeah. What kind of what kind of books would you look for? Would it be mainly uh, Robert Ludlum, uh, James Hadley Chase? Is this book tonight or coming? It's coming in. Uh-huh. You can have that. Are you letting books out at the moment? Are you taking them in? No, I'm taking them in. Do you work full time in the library? Yeah, full time. Only got recently, but it's a grand job. It's interesting. Did you work in the libraries before? No, never. Can you pick it up very quick? What kind of books are there? Is there a, a kind of highest demand for? Yeah, authors, you mean? Yeah. yeah Wilbur Smith, Robert Dudlum, uh, Stephen King. Is it all, all fiction? Like that. Mostly fiction, yeah. Mm-hmm. But there is a, there's a vast selection of non-fiction here and that. There's an awful lot of them take them out as well, you know? What would they be related to? Biographies or crafts or languages or what? Well, everything. Everything. There's a mixture of things here. It's mostly uh, the biggest selection there was on animals and stuff like that, you know? Because I think uh, most of them use them as traces for uh, veneer work and everything, you know? As hobbies for tabletops and stuff, you know? There's a great selection there. Mm-hmm. I was admiring this table. Would you come over and describe it? It's, a, it's a, you have two. You have two tables here. Uh, yeah, what's the other as the bottom one, you know? I'll just talk about the top one. What, what it is, it's a coffee table with uh, about, say, uh, three feet three feet long by... 36 by 18, yeah. 36 by 18, 18 I yeah. just guessed it in feet. Exactly uh, very yeah. good. And you have three panels in set. It's, uh, it's finished yes. with, is it kind of a French polish? No, it's just, just ordinary varnish, Valsberkley or varnish, you know. And you have uh, three separate panels in three different kinds of wood. Yeah, well, uh, that's all veneer work. That's just an ordinary sheet of chipboard, and it's all veneer work on top of that, you know. It's a uh, mark tree, they call it. Who does the marketry for you? Oh, we do it ourselves. This is it here now. This is a picture in the making. You have it's dogs that I might as well just finished off about this. You have three different dogs. You have a yeah, kind of a German shepherd. Two I think. German shepherds. Two yeah. German shepherds, as if facing each other on the yeah. two outside panels. And the central panel is Saint Bernard. Yeah. God, it really does. It looks fantastic. It's a smashing piece Saint of wood. Saint Bernard. How long does it take to um, to put it together? Oh, from start. From start. If you had everything, you'd put it together in about three days. You know, less even, if you really wanted to push it, you know. Well, tell me, is there an outlet for this type of thing? I mean, can you sell it? Oh, yeah, that's, that's what we're making them for, you know. Well, most of them, uh, you sell an odd one here in the prison, you know, to other prisoners, presents for their mothers and this, that and the next. 
but uh, most of them now are going home, you know. That one is going out to be going out tomorrow now to my sister's coming up from brother now, so they want one for their house in Galway, you know. So I'm giving them that one. But it's mostly you send one home to your mother or something like that and visitors come in and they see them and they say, Oh, that's lovely. You know, will you get one for me kind of thing, you know. So it's just kind of what what's well, the word of mouth there before you know it you have a you know, they have about maybe six or seven tables and people look for tables, you know. Well tell me, uh doing a job like this, you've all kinds of knives here and uh, knives so and on. hammers and screws. And, uh, and tell and me, are they do you hold on to these all night or are they collected at night? No, or no. Are they kind of conscious security conscious about uh, Stanley blades and well, so on? They are, they are, yeah. Well, the, the knives, you say, you get them, we say, in the morning, or you can get them at dinner time. You ask the officer, your class officer, bring up the bag of knives. And uh, they're usually then collected above half ten, eleven o'clock at night. They usually come around and collect them, you know. But uh, the hammer's the same thing as the screwdriver. Like we say, to screw in the likes of them lays now. We borrow a screwdriver from the shop, you know, see an SEO in the morning, you know, and fix it up with him. He'll bring it up and just screw in your legs and give him back the screwdriver again, you know. There's no... There's no problem. I mean, they know they know who they can <laughs> who they can give it to and who they can't kind of thing, you know. There's no problem really, you know. But all the lads are standing there, you know. Listen, uh, this uh, this seems to be a really productive set. You heard? Actually, this is a little workshop. What, uh, what size is this? This more, I mean, I don't know whether to regard it as a workshop, a dining area. What uh, there are three uh, guitars here. I know. Do they? Do uh, each? Yeah. Does each one here play yeah. guitar? We're both sort of three of us are into the sports too, and fairly big. So we, that's why we joined. That's why we came together, like because we all have the same interest, more or less. And here we have three, uh, three. I, I'm sure that's marketry again, isn't oh, it? Oh, this is marketry again. They're just two uh, birds that a man is making there, and this is a horse he's finishing tonight. This is this is a, a comrade of it, you know. That they go and sets these small ones. They usually sell them in sets, you know. Now the likes of those fellas on the land and they take them off, you know. They say for a couple of ounces of tobacco or something like that. How do you Make mean, fellas on the land? You mean prisoners? Other prisoners, yeah. Well, prisoners, like. Oh, pr- yeah, prisoners! Yeah, yeah. They'll take, they'll buy the mafia. Oh yeah. And h- how does the transaction take place? Well, see, your man will have the he'll give the he'll have the two plaques right, and he'll just give them to your man right, and he'll go down to uh, the governor and ask permission to sign over the two plaques to such and such right, and your man the other for the sell on the plaques to will go down. He'll ask to uh, sign. He can either sign over cash, or he can they can just do it privately among themselves. Your man will say, I get you three ounces of tobacco right for two plaques or a plaque or whatever it is, you know. And your man just buys the tobacco and drops it in and you give him the plaques, you know? You're doing these kind of things, eh? Um, do you feel when you're going out like that you have, you know, be prepared to get out and take up employment as soon as you go out? Oh, yeah. Well, I think, uh, I much. I mean, it's fantastic like, that you can do this kind of thing rather than just coming in and maybe sitting around reading a book or something like that because, uh, and the work, I mean, it's great because... Uh, well, if you spend a couple of years kind of dossing around, like, you wouldn't be inclined to do anything like when you go out, you know. And I started working when I was 15, I always had a job. I never out of work, I was looking in that, that respect. Like. And you'd have no difficulty when you go out? I'd have no difficulty, no. I mean, even if I don't, can, if I can't get a job, I can go at this, you know. So I'd make a few bob with this kind of crack, you know, so I'd get something to do on you, you know. You can always do this at a pastime. I, I didn't... I didn't uh, I didn't know of marketry work or any this kind of work at all. I couldn't like him in here. How'd you pick it up? Just... Picked it up after lads already that was doing it, you know, learn how to do it from them and pick up, get a bit of an ear and a knife and start trying it. You know, it comes to you after a while. While hobbies are a matter of choice, the range of prison work is limited. Much of the stationery used in the courts and in Garda barracks is printed and photographed in the print shop. My function in the print shop is, is in the dark room. I uh, take, a, say, something would come in, court form or something, we tape it up. This here is known as pasting, and the printing job is known as pasting. I paste it up, uh, more or less to send it as such, whatever it may be, like this form here. 
I would draw the lens, paste it, tape it out. And from that, I would take it over the camera and put it at 100%. The camera's over here. Yes, the camera's over there. The camera, the camera works basically. It's, uh, it's pretty good, but it's a bit old, but it works. And uh, from that, we take out what is known as a, a negative, which is a film. From the negative, we bring it over the development trays. We, de we develop it in the trays. And from that there, uh, we opaque it and make it as known as a plate. Indeed, yes. And that, that is, we want that out with the job sheet, whatever it be, to look people out in the print machines and therefore they print from their own words, you know? So it's all a, kind of an integrated operation? Yeah, so the record, it keeps on going from one thing to another. Like, but once you get, after a while, like, everything's, once you've done one thing and learned how to do it, like, it's, it's a repeat, like, you know? It's, it, it's, personally, I, don't, I personally will not be in the print when I get out, so it's no use to me, right? And uh, so, so, but if I said that, that doesn't matter. Like you know, if I said that, then probably would take me out. But the thing about it is, it put me in a brio, which is worse again. Like so, you're stuck in a position is uh, you do it and keep quiet. Like you know, I I would prefer myself to be uh, I prefer to stay in the cell and study myself and do a course with correspondence course, which I'd be interested in doing. But uh, that, that's not the way prison works in here. You can't really study by yourself. You have you have a choice of what is known as 50-50. You do 50 work and you do the 50 education. But the education, well, it's provided for the majority and they reckon the majority of uh, education level is just secondary and probably below it. And that can't be helped. Like People have to get away. But it doesn't... I had a pretty basic argument a while back with the... Not an argument as such. I, I left the school because I didn't think it it catered for me in educational facilities, and uh, I told them, they told me they'd call me back in September and says that they might have something for me that I could go into. But that's still not used. If I wanted to go into education, I would want to go till it full time as well at fifty fifty and break up because uh, I don't at night everything so run. In your life, that you get up at certain time, you get your breakfast, you shut, you shut up, you open up again, you go to work. You're so oriented to do one step after the other, and you don't have time really to yourself to sit in a cell or sit or do and study. And at night, the time you get in and the bang the doors, you just you can't you can't do it. get your head straight in that, you know. Maybe that's what a lot of people want. No, no, I wouldn't say so. There's a, there is a certain amount in here that want to go to the school and go out of full time. There's some of the lads. We're stopped. I'd say, calm. Like you know, they they can't go. You cannot. You can't go to school every day. You know, they're only allowed so much. But, but part of it is there's too many. There's too many men in the place, so they have to split it up. But there is some lads that are very talented. That's just some of them very good at painting. Some of them want to do computer courses, things like that. You find the workshop. This this is the yeah. best workshop anywhere. There's nothing, and. Uh, the lads that work the machines out there, they could get a job outside, let's say, at the printing, if they want to go with that. But then again, you've got to remember, they're in here, and they might spend four or five years in here in a confined place and having to do something. When you go out, it's like asking them, do they want to go into a cell when they go out? You know, they don't want, they want to be out in an outdoor job. And you see, it's, when they get good at that, if they could put them out into a job at that stage, then they could possibly... Uh, get back into their normal things out there. And I've seen loads of ads in the paper for jobs for printers. I suppose it wouldn't be reasonable to expect that they'd be able to provide courses to suit everybody. Uh, 
Yes, they could. They could already, I believe. And of course, it's in an educational basis. They can if people want to go that way. And the thing about this, you should push people. If people, if people in jail come in from an environment outside and their education is basic and they wish to advance themselves, then I think it's up to the state who have them in, is to help them in every way available. And already spending money, but like when you look at the money that's spent in jail in other ways, which you believe is foolish, it could be spent in an educational way. But it's not the case. Lovely, mate. Keep going. Six. <laughs> After work at half past four, the men have their first opportunity to exercise and relax in the fresh air. So the nines and fives, that, that's a big done, the nine. No, that's, that's just nine. The hearts is trumps. If it's trumps, if that was nine and a half, it's the big done. That's, what they that's, the, the, big that's the best yeah. card in the bank. Yeah. yeah, that's only a nine. But the uh, nine and a half is 18. You count, you double it. I understand. Yeah, and yeah. the five is class ten. So the nine and the nine and the five are the two uh, strong yeah, cards then, in the bank. Then you have ace, king, queen, jack. They're next. Ace is four, kings three, queens two, and jacks one. Is that, are you playing for any money? No. <laughs> Do you find you can uh, get as much as you want through the shop? Get newspapers, oh, yeah. cigarettes. Oh, no problem. What else can you get? Can you can't get any booze? No. <laughs> <laughs> If you could get a couple of bottles of minerals now or something like that, a few packets of biscuits, you'd be flying. But you can't That's get that either. You're only going to stop you. The governor won't allow it. We try, we've already tried looking for minerals, biscuits, and he won't allow it. Yeah, just haven't got enough backup. There's not enough fellas that'll go in and complain. Like, you know, you've only a certain few that'll go in, which is no good. Like. Does it apply to tatoes? I believe tatoes are now okay. Well, uh, at first they weren't allowed, but now they're allowed now. We get them all the time. We can order as many as we want, you know. So Do you keep them in your cell? Oh, yeah, we keep them in our cell. We get sweets or chocolates, anything like that. We're OK with them. But oranges, we're not allowed. You know, for some reason, I don't know what it is. I'd say they'd be nice on an evening like this when you're stewing out in the exercise yard or if you've just completed a 10 or 15 mile run. <laughs> you can sing it. <laughs> do you think do you think you'll press again for it? Oh yeah, like but uh, it's it's not gonna do any good, like you know. As I said, it's not enough fellas. You know, you haven't got enough backup. You allow it down the Mount Joy, yeah, because they know well I mean they know better, like, you know, because I mean but look at the look at the crowd you have down the Mount Joy compared to the crowd you have here, like, you know. Right, Martin. Oh, I think I'll be back tomorrow. I'm only on parole for the uh, for the time being. Good luck. Bye bye now.